unboxing a kangaroo is a peculiar spectacle. But a kangaroo boxing a robot? Now I'm afraid you've lost me. Citizen Snips! Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And today we're talking about season four, episode four, Less Than Hero. So Ben, I've been thinking a lot about this this question that I'm about to ask you. And I, I know it sounds like a pretty silly question, but I'd like you to treat it with some some dignity, some respect, and some seriousness. Is it about how my hallway smells like ranch dressing? It is not about that tonight. It, that's not the question. The question I have actually has some. It's has something to do with the episode that we watched. Okay, hit me with it. What superpower, if you had superpowers, would you get? That's an easy one. I would definitely take shape-shifting a la Mystique from X-Men. Okay. Easy question because okay. it's sort of like invisibility in that you can sneak into places. Kind of like a stealth ability. Yes, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> stealthy, but then you've also got the ability to pretend to be other people. Mm-hmm. Also, like if you go into uh, a bank and steal some money like people are going to notice a floating thing of money if you're invisible sure just go with the shape-shifting you're the bank president walking into the bank and taking the money it's what bank presidents are allowed to do i'm sure they are or like you know you walk into a company you're you're the ceo now and you make something really dumb you say something really dumb and then the the stock goes down Hi, I'm Merck Zuckerberg. <laughs> I run the Facebooks, and it's really me, Zuckerberg. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that instead of a like button, it should be a butt. <laughs> right, right away, Mr. Zuckerberg. Excellent. Okay. Shapeshifting's not... I, I like that. Visit me at facebarg.com. <laughs> so you, you would go with shapeshifting. Yeah. What would you go with, Mike? I think I'd go with flight myself. Okay. Why is that? Uh, I I don't like uh, uh, d- driving or flying in a plane all that much. Like, it just takes a lot of time. Okay. I figure, like, not having to go through airport security, not having to sit in an uncomfortable chair... So your entire superpower is based not on fooling people to making the like button into butts on facebarg.com, but it is rather just you don't like traffic. I mean, you could you could definitely boil it down to that, certainly. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Plus, like, I, I wouldn't have to buy a plane ticket to go to, like, New Zealand or Australia or some somewhere place cool I want to go. Now, in this scenario uh-huh. in which you can fly, what, what sort of flight speed are we talking here? You're going to New Zealand. How long are you up in the air for? I mean, probably a while. Okay. So just going to bring like a Nintendo Switch and just fly through the air. Mm-hmm. With, with some granola bars. Some granola bars in a, in a backpack. Just playing the Switch. Just playing the Switch. Don't drop it, though. That's Don't true. drop it in the Pacific Ocean. Because you, get- <laughs> you can't get it back. I mean, unless you're fast enough flying and going to go get it. Or if you can shapeshift into a seagull who goes down and... If I could do both things. Picks it up. No, I'm saying we team up. Okay. So so I'm flying there. You're sitting on my back. As a seagull. As yeah. a seagull. Despite the fact just, that seagulls can fly. Yeah. And you're just 100%. Wait, and you're just waiting. I'm waiting for you to drop that switch. So then like... I pick it up. I fly off with it. I go hang out at facebarg.com's ah! offices playing a Switch. <laughs> Probably not the craziest Hit, thing happening the, at facebarg.com. Hitting the butt icon on all of the, the posts on facebarg.com. Oh, look at that. My, fr- my friend had a baby, but... <laughs> hey, look at that. My friend got a job, but... Uh-huh. 
<laughs> my third example is sad. <laughs> oh, that person lost their, their aunt. But. but. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, I'd say we've got a pretty good compliment of superpowers. Let us know what your superpower would be. Yeah, tweet at us at Back to Futurama. Or on our Facebook group. <laughs> um, just let us know. <laughs> it's got to be better better uses than what we've come up with um oh my goodness flying to new zealand and <laughs> rearranging the entire structure of a of one of the biggest social media platforms of our modern day how about we talk about futurama sounds sounds like a plan oh before before we do get into the episode i do want to bring some oh. breaking news though our poll about cthulhu <laughs> Nacho Cheese Cthulhu wins it. Good job, Nacho Cheese Good Cthulhu. Uh, congrats on being our Cthulhu for the year 2018. I just want to thank the 34 people that voted on it. That is uh, about 32 more people than I thought were actually going to vote on it, because I'm pretty sure it was just going to be me and Ben. But y'all, y'all stepped up, and y'all voted for a really dumb thing that we asked you to vote for, so thank you. Thank you very much. So let's talk about Less Than Hero. Okay, we start at Planet Express. Leela is making a video call to her family via Sewercom. Reach out and touch the sewers. So yeah, Leela's parents are basically arranging a trip up to the surface to visit Leela. They don't um, want to embarrass her. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's making this whole big thing and they're they're not supposed to be up there, so she has to go get you know, special passes and things like that. But mm-hmm. And, you know, just parents can be embarrassing. Oh, sure. So, you know. But Leela, to her credit, says she could never be ashamed of her parents. I mean, Leela's got some ideas just well, from not ever having parents before. Well, Leela just wants to spend time with her parents, and I get it. Like, if I didn't have parents, I'd want to know and find them and hang out with them, because who knows what they could be. But at the same time, when my girlfriend met my dad, okay. first time, still the only time. Okay. But feels like the first time. My dad definitely brought up a story about how he spent time in a nudist colony in Connecticut. So, you know, that's what parents do. Now I get your urge to want to be in a hippie commune and ride my bike through portland naked like it all makes sense uh-huh. now yeah i don't fall far from the tree it's true I he didn't... also has a podcast about futurama i can't believe he's a competitor <laughs> what was it before or after this one that we do uh it was three like, years ago oh so he started roughly at the same time he started before us. Oh, see, he beat us to the. He beat us to the punch. Well, um, I think we have to step aside and let 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 the the one that came first to do it. Oh hell no! Let's keep doing uh, this. This I is mean, a lot of fun. <laughs> that's fair. So, but no, parents can be embarrassing. Is the point of that story, <laughs> and not that that your dad is competing with us with a, a competing Futurama podcast. I'm not sure my dad understands what podcasts really are. So, uh, Leela goes into uh, the the living area um like it's kind of like a living room we have yeah. never really addressed that it's kind of a lounge i guess yeah like an employee lounge yeah. um and she's gushing about her parents and everybody's everybody's already sick about this yeah she she's says had parents for literally two episodes <laughs> she says guess who i just got off of the video phone with no and so she's She's like, oh, my parents are so great and blah, blah, blah. And they're going to come up and visit us. And everybody just, it's like if it was one of, if it was a, a movie trailer, you'd get that record scratch oh, sound. Yeah. It's like, a record scratch. And then, except that's not really in it. And then, <laughs> and then everybody's like, but Leela, your parents are mutants. They are not allowed to be up here on the surface. But Leela's going to get some. Uh, some uh, one day passes from the mayor himself, mm-hmm. Mayor Poopenmeyer. <laughs> Every time, I'm sorry. It just I, I when they said his name in the episode, I I chuckled. Every it's time, it's a good name. It's not as good as Zuckerberg, <laughs> or however I said it. There's <laughs> playback the tape. <laughs> there Hi, you go. I'm Merk Zuckerberg. 
Um, there's there's different qualities to what you what you said, Mayor Poopermeyer. And uh, the thing I do really enjoy about this scene is that Hermes is like, while you're there, pick me up a license to kill. Bare hands or weapon? What does piano wire count as? <laughs> now, first of all, I love this. There's a lot going on in this yes. scene. I love it because apparently a license to kill is just a thing you can pick up from City Hall. I'm sure you got to fill it out, fill something out. Except, you see, you would think that, but... Here's my here's my conspiracy theory. Okay. You would think that, but Hermes loves filling out forms. Oh. He has provided no filled out forms. A counterpoint. Perhaps he sent them ahead. But he doesn't know what, uh, see, yeah, what that, piano wire counts yeah, as. Yeah, my, if, my theory kind if, of falls apart, doesn't it? Right? This is a totally impromptu, just sort of like, hey, while you're down there, you know, like, pick me up a, a thing of milk, like you're going to the store, but yeah. instead it's a license to kill. Maybe there's just a vending machine with different licenses you can get, and one of them is a license to kill with a weapon, and another one is a license to kill with your bare hands. And I'm sure a third one is a uh, license to kill with bare hands. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's at this point that also the professor shows up. Good beca- news, anyone! Because he got... Uh, he he ordered a super collider from Pykea, and a like little square Swedish robot rolls in with this. Um, um, yes, uh, as the Swedish robot leaves, it says, "Enjoy your affordable Swedish crap," and then starts immediately falling apart. Now, I don't think that's fair because you are sitting in a living room with two different IKEA couches, calyxes. Uh, 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 I understand that. I am not. I am not editorializing on the IKEA brand. Futurama is editorializing on the IKEA I know, IKEA and that's brand. what I'm saying. I think it's a little unfair. Calyxes are awesome. They're like, I have three of them. You sure do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of a fan. So kind of. When they go through the instructions, they see that they need a hammer, uh, a screwdriver, and a bender. It but- was a lot more effort putting together my well I, I didn't have a bending unit see that's the problem my ikea shelves yeah Clearly, if you had i should have had a bender if you had it would have made it a whole lot easier as they finish the super collider fry and leela are literally using bender to tighten a bolt through it with his teeth like holding the entire robot and yeah moving. maybe it wouldn't have been easier if i had a bender <laughs> unit you would have to do a whole lot i would have had to lift a freaking a, bending unit yeah <laughs> Um, they finish and they're only missing six pieces. Those Swedes sure know how to put in ev- almost everything you need, which I think about every time I build Ikea furniture. And I've, <laughs> I've usually had extra pieces like I've never, but I digress. I'm editorializing on Ikea disses on a cartoon from the early yeah. 2000s. I believe what you're trying to do is a clap back and it is a bit too late to clap. Anyhow, Fry and Leela are just super sore after this this entire thing. Uh, Leela says she just w- it feels like she just went ten rounds with the mighty Thor. Fry feels like he got mauled by Jesus. I love the, I love. I feel like I was mauled by Jesus. There are a lot of there are a lot of lines specifically in this episode that I use all the time mm-hmm. in my day to day. You sure do. Part of it is because. Um, I th- there was this period of time when this uh, when Futurama was on Adult Swim on mm-hmm. Cartoon Network, and I don't know if they just showed this episode a lot, or if I just happened to catch this episode a lot. But I'm pretty sure this is the episode of Futurama I've seen the most, mm-hmm. not necessarily by choice. Interesting. But regardless, I say I was. I feel like I was mauled by Jesus. Uh, a decent amount. A decent amount. I, I, I've noticed it. As they are just so sore, they go see Dr. Zoidberg. Of course, the best place to go. Um, you'd think they'd know better by now. You'd think. But it's fortunate because he has just the thing. A genuine miracle cream he bought from a traveling salesman. It's called Dr. Flim Flam's Miracle Cream. He goes on this whole tirade about how, like, basically he's explaining... How he got scammed without realizing he yeah. got scammed. They he took they took sixty dollars and left him with this one 
tube of cream. Uh, so they rub a little bit of it on their sore muscles. And at that point, the professor literally bursts into the room through the wall. Yeah. He's charred to a crisp. An explosion happens. And uh, bad news, nobody. The super collider <laughs> super exploded. Again, I think about that every time I hear super it's collider. True. Uh, that and then they built the super collider. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of good super collider lines in this show. I, I, I dare say that there are more good super collider jokes in this show than any other show on television. The highest super collider joke density of any show on TV. Prove us wrong. Tweet it. Back to Futurama. Tell us which TV show has more super collider jokes per episode. <laughs> um, you can't. You can't. It's it's an impossibility. Um, the professor needs them to take the, uh, I'm guessing, the remains of the super collider back, uh, back to Pykea, and exchange it for, quote, a wobbly CD rack and some of those rancid meatballs. Again, this is not me editorializing on Ikea. They're dissing on Ikea quite a bit. I, I know. I just want to say that is the professor's words, not mine. I love the meatballs. Ikea, tweet at Back to Futurama. Send us some meatballs. Yeah, if you want, if you want to be a sponsor. I, I've We're already talking up meatballs and, and Calyx shelves. Oh, man, those Calyx shelves. I'm also assuming I'm pronouncing that right. I Again, I don't know how it's... Who knows? Who knows? If you know how to, <laughs> if you know how to pronounce IKEA's uh, names for things, like let us know for reals. I have questions. We'll, we'll get on a Skype chat, and you can you can teach us. It'd be great. Next week's episode is just going to be somebody <laughs> saying every name of every object in IKEA's catalog, mm-hmm. and it's going to be the first episode of our own podcast. Ooh that i listen to <laughs> and not only listen to but listen to on a regular basis because you walk in ikea it's like okay wait a minute which one is that okay okay got it i can say this one now i'm confident right so they're taking back this box full of parts of this super collider i'm not even going to pretend to say it in the fake swedish name printed <laughs> on the box um and at that point somebody jumps out like this this really disheveled looking guy jumps out and gives this whole sob story about how his aunt's sick and he needs to catch a bus to Jersey oh, City and something it's, something It's all so good and it goes by in a blink. It's fantastic. And <laughs> Fry and Leela are like they're they're picking holes in his entire story. Like there's no bus to Jersey well, City. His story ends with, so I'm mugging you, hand over your wallets. Right. And they're still they're, they're still picking at, picking at it. Like, just, there's no bus to Jersey City. Uh, the mugger ends up basically pulling out a robot that pulls out a gun. A robot named Andrew. A na- robot named Andrew who, who threatens them. And Fry is too scared to find his pocket. So he <laughs> decides to take his pants off and give the mugger those. I feel I've never been mugged. Mm-hmm. I feel like... If I were mugged, that's that's a Ben move right there. Just be like, <laughs> I'd be so terrified where I'm just like, I don't know how to do it. I'd just take the pants. It's fine. <laughs> take the pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, Hope, I love hopefully, that you're calling this a Ben move. Ho- yeah. I mean, like, man, I do I do dumb things when I'm I'm nervous. There's a reason I have anxiety, and Fair. it's because I do dumb things. Is it? Isn't it the other way around? It's a. It's sort of a cycle. Oh, it's fair. a loop. That's like, true. It's it's a it's a it's a perpetual motion machine. It's a perpetual anxiety motion machine. That's correct. There you go. So so basically, the mugger really doesn't like what he's seeing. That's what he says, um, and then gets his robot Andrew to fire. His his laser gun. <laughs> I just I like it. He's like, give it to him, Andrew. And like he because he's holding he's holding the robot and yeah. the robot's holding a gun. Why doesn't he have his own gun? There's so much going on in this scene that I love. Well, I, I, I think later on there's a there's a maybe a description why this works the way it does, but I basically it seems like the mugger is kind of uh probationary in this gang. And you can it, still give him a gun. Well, probationary. You don't want to give a probationary. Give him like a training gun. What does a training gun look like? What does it shoot? 
it shoots lasers. Okay. That are it's so okay. You can set a phaser to stun or to kill. Yes. You give him one that only is set to stun. Okay. There's no way he's going to stun you and take your gun that can be set to kill. That's not see, just, no, that's not, see, that's that's not the possible. Problem. No, that's, it's no, not that's, possible. No, no, that's the problem. I mean, one problem. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, ba- basically, <laughs> when Andrew fires this tiny gun that this that Andrew the tiny robot is holding, uh, the laser careens off a of fry and into a nearby wall. It doesn't hurt him. Apropos of nothing else, I want to name a band Andrew the Tiny Robot. Continue. I like how many band names we come up in this podcast. I mean, this is just my life. This is what I do. <laughs> I will probably never be in a band, but boy, howdy, I've got like 50 band names lined well, up. Well, I mean, like, y- you know, uh, it, Trent Reznor is basically Nine Inch Nails by himself. Uh-huh. You could be that. Yeah, but Trent Reznor is good at music. I, don't, I Okay, you're implying that you are not, and I disagree with that. I wouldn't buy an album that I made. I would. I'm sure some of our listeners might. I literally have a. This is going back to the the Zuckerberg conversation. <laughs> I literally have a song on SoundCloud where I'm playing like three chords on a ukulele and sh- singing butts. So, do you still want to buy that album? Yes, and bu- if you'd like to buy that album, just look at our Twitter at. <laughs> and Ben has posted it there for your your delight. <laughs> So back to Futurama. <laughs> uh, so so Andrew is already fired and it's careened off a fry into a wall. Um, the mugger says, give it to him again, Andrew. And Andrew fires again. And this time it deflects off a fry into an illegal fireworks vending machine, causing all the fireworks to go off. As it would. I mean, it's a flammable and what have you. Um, basically, the mugger thinks that they have laser proof sh- shirts on. So he grabs a pipe and starts beating Leela over the head. It, it just kind of annoys her. Yeah, it. I mean, the pipe like bends and everything, but it doesn't seem to phase her. So she just picks him up by her thighs. Yeah, like a body scissors kind of thing. And spins him around and throws him into the alley. And they just walk on with the rest of their day. <laughs> yeah, as if nothing has happened. The mugger says he's he's foiled after years of planning. And Andrew kicks him out of the gang. That's why you, you don't give him a gun. You got you to gotta be resourceful and be able to mug people without a gun. I mean, you have a robot that has a gun, but that's a different discussion. I mean, it would, be, it would stink to get kicked out of the gang because you fought somebody who literally has superpowers. Well, I mean, he planned this for years. Yeah, but you can't plan for that. You can't be like, oh, the person I mug is definitely not going to have superpowers. You can't do that. I mean, like, if he's living in any kind of a realistic world, he's probably right. Back at Planet Express, uh, they're, like, they're really confused why they didn't get hurt in this confrontation and have no idea, and Leela's putting on some more Miracle Cream. Yeah, what gave them those strange powers? And uh, she happens to look at the label, and it says, warning, may cause superpowers in humans. <laughs> it's true. Before this happens, Fry's like, well, maybe we're both wearing magic rings that are invisible and you can't feel the rings. Now, my question is this. Okay. Why is that a warning and not just the selling point? Good question. Um, Perhaps you remember the, um, I don't remember the names of the characters, but there is a a cat lady that has a human pet. Oh, um, yeah. uh Uh-huh. Perhaps it's being sold to the cat lady, but not the human pet. Because then you wouldn't want to put it on the human at all, because it's your pet. You don't want your pet having superpowers. You'll just get, you'll get killed. I was about to say I'd, I'd want my pets to have superpowers, but then I thought about my girlfriend's cats. And yeah, one of them definitely stabbed me in the foot without superpowers. Yeah. So See? yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take it. So, I, I don't want to live in a world where my dog is even better at eating. <laughs> it's already his superpower. We do not need to give him more more ammo. He would just he would eat everything. I would no longer have a, a house, no, it'd be or gone. a car. So they're going through the the list of potential superpowers that this miracle cream can give. Super strength. They got it. 
Lickety speed. They got it. The ability to command sea creatures. <laughs> they sh- Fry shouts, hey, Zoidberg, get in here. Screw you. <laughs> Which I like because it, literally any other point, Zoidberg <laughs> would be in there. Absolutely. No question about it uh-huh. because people are giving him attention. Exactly. It like has the opposite effect. <laughs> They also don't seem too torn up about not having the ability to command sea creatures. Yeah. Well, I mean. Slight burn on Aquaman, am I right? (laughs) Just regular burn. Not a large burn, but a a medium burn. Not slight, though, I don't think. Let's talk more about the the type of burn. I would love to, but we're 29 minutes into this episode. We're getting through it. Um, so because of all these superpowers, Leela is really excited to pack her day with twice as many humdrum activities. Fry convinces her that actually what they should do is become superheroes, because obviously that's what everybody wanted to do since they were a child, mm-hmm. more than anything else. Uh, Leela agrees it'll let her serve her community in a way that incorporates her violence. And at this point, Bender rushes in and he's like, hey, my friend told me that he tried mugging you today. And, and which, you had superpowers. <laughs> it raises so many questions. <laughs> um, and all of a sudden, Bender is super jazzed up to be a crime-fighting superhero. Mm-hmm. And saying just like, he, he goes on this whole thing about like, oh, you'd think with two humans, there'd be like a robot to kind of balance things out. Oh, well. Leela points out, but aren't you on the supply side of crime? And, and Fry points out that his, the cream won't give him powers. He's a robot. He points out that he's already got superpowers. And um, the one I like the most is that he's just like, and I got this going for me. And he's opening and closing his compartment without like touching it. <laughs> that's true. Like that's the selling. That's the one he finishes it off with. Yeah, that's, that's like that's the cherry on top. The piece de resistance. Exactly. Also, Bender's got three costumes. Like he just has them ready to go. It's true. And so... They decide to let him in, and then they all get dressed up in the costumes and stand on top of the Planet Express building and announce to the world that a new era of justice has begun. And then we get a great montage. I love this montage. Oh, yes. The new Justice Team song. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to have this song in my head for a week. More than a week. Easily. So... There's there's a lot going on in this, and I don't think we need to talk about the whole thing. I mean, basically just that Fry is Captain Yesterday. Who's not just fast, but from the past. Uh, Bender is Super King. And Leela is Clobberella, which the lyrics of her part of the song are fantastic. Clobberella beats you up. Clobberella beats you up. Who does she beat up? You. you. I also like how the very the whole end part of the song is literally explaining how they get their superpowers yeah. where it's it's them chanting miracle cream and it gives the powers to the team like <laughs> you probably shouldn't have the source of your superpowers and therefore the way that enemies can defeat you sure. in your theme song. But I would also just like to point out that there are times where I just get that little miracle cream miracle cream stuck in my head. <laughs> yes for no reason yes absolutely no reason and there's no (laughs) there's no not weird way to just start chanting that (laughs) one line of a song from this theme song (laughs) miracle cream miracle Miracle cream cream. (laughs) like (laughs) it's so dumb of all the things get stuck in your head (laughs) i've maybe found the worst one that's that's fair it's a good montage though it, it's i really wonderful enjoy it. go look it up if you haven't or watch the episode it's a good one it cuts to uh they, it looks like they just wrapped up a crime yeah they're scene. putting some somebody in a, in a in a wagon and some some woman is hitting on captain yesterday and which i should point out captain yesterday's costume is like a, a speed suit with like bell bottoms and um, a cape a cape and leela's is a very revealing skimpy thing where literally her logo is like a hand holding a rolling pin which is very problematic 
Sure. Especially because she doesn't need a rolling pin to beat you up. She just does. Yeah, she just does. That's the whole point there's of Clobrella. There's a lot going on with the costumes here is all I'm trying to say. I could I could spend 20 minutes talking about their and, costumes. And, and Bender's just looks like a king. Um, very good. So, but yeah, the, this woman is, is hitting on Captain yesterday. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, as soon as I give you my real name and home address, like we and, can. <laughs> and a copy of his birth certificate. We can uh, hang out. And Leela tells him, uh, pulls him away, saying, "You have to keep your secret from secret from everyone, especially everyone." Uh, she points out that superheroes cause a lot of collateral damage, and also people might kidnap or hurt your loved ones. I believe uh, uh, Super King says, "Super King has no need for loved ones." <laughs> we cut to City Hall, mm-hmm. and Leela is getting the day passes for her parents and uh at, at that point mayor poopenmeyer gets a call mm-hmm. about a terrible crime that's going on and he's super excited because that means he gets to summon the new justice team he runs over to a portrait on the wall of a <laughs> crying clown and starts pushing on the nose and every time he pushes it bender's antenna goes like a and, like a cell phone and, uh vibrating and lights up red and uh, he's like, they're usually here by now and just keeps hitting it. And they all come up with excuses why they got to go. Leela left her apartment on fire. Which I once told when I worked at a grocery oh, store. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I don't like where no, no, the no, store no, no, is going. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I worked at a grocery store when I was um, 18. And I, I once told my boss that the best excuse for uh faking getting out of work ever was i left my house on fire (laughs) based on this yeah and um she was like all right like if i ever call call you and you're you're, you say that you left your house on fire i'm gonna know it's fake like first okay (laughs) okay like you thought that was real to begin with um but then the funny thing is that the very next day somebody had called out so she called me to see if i could come into work and i was at 18, I was not gutsy enough to actually say, sorry, I left my house on fire. Um, it requires a certain uh, relationship with your boss, I think, at that point. It, I mean, I would I would 100% do that right now. But at 18, I yeah. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Bender's excuse is that he's late for his LSATs. And Fry just can't take life anymore. And just dives out the window. And as soon as they all leave... The new justice team comes in. Uh, still in the process of putting on their costumes. And we get the rundown from Mayor Poopenmeyer on what's going on. Basically, a villain known as the Zookeeper is going to steal the Quantum Gemerald. Which I love. I, l- I love Gemerald. <laughs> so good. I just love the 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 great uh mcguffin in this in the sequence futurama occasionally is just like we need to make things weird because it's the future why not and like this is a good example of that where they're just like it's not a gem it's not an emerald it's a gemerald and it's a quantum it's a quantum gemerald um so the zookeeper uh commits crime aided by a pack of highly trained animals pack of highly got it uh, <laughs> i love that line uh, the zookeeper's crew includes a badger with a troubled past and nothing left to lose, an elephant who never forgets to kill, and a seldom used crab named Lucky, a.k.a. <laughs> Citizen Snips. Oh, I love Citizen Snips. <laughs> it's so good. I do love how this episode just keeps getting more and more bonkers the whole time. The escalation is just fantastic. At Planet Express, Leela is in the bathroom. Uh, she puts the surface passes in an envelope addressed to Taranga Morris and Munda and flushes it down the toilet. Brian Bender walk in. They the were bath- already there, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. They were her- there the whole time. That's They even point that out. <laughs> they even say that explicitly. Um, and so they're like, but Leela, okay, here's the problem. How are we going to meet your parents? T- or how are you going to meet your parents tomorrow? We've got a foiling at the museum with the zookeeper at 9 a.m. She is cleverly arranged to meet them at the same museum at 10 a.m. And then Bender is like, <laughs> 9, 10, a big fat hen. And he's like so impressed with his poetry. And I always say 9, 10, a big fat hen. You sure Because... People say like nine, ten a lot when you're counting, when you're saying, oh, like, yeah, I'll be there like nine, ten, like, you know, 
I, I like how he's so proud of his life. The name's Bender. But I always do that, and I'm always like, it's... <laughs> there's so many quotables in this episode. It's I true. love it. So we go to the Museum of Natural History. It's a normal day. Everybody you know, going about their business. Going about their business, uh, putting in the mandatory $5 donation to enter the the museum and seeing Teddy Roosevelt, the founder. And... Uh, yeah, I like that Teddy Roosevelt's there. It's a very yeah. good touch. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the heroic trio is up on like a chandelier or the well, roof or something. Well, it's it's there's a giant sculpture of an ant hanging from the ceiling, and they're on top of that. Oh, I've literally never looked at the details to see where <laughs> they were. I just made an assumption, and my brain just cut out the rest. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a giant ant. You could see it in some of the backgrounds. Okay. So, yeah, they're up there on a giant ant, apparently, I just found out. <laughs> and they... We, we we help each other get through the episodes. It's what we do. We need it. This is... Watching, <laughs> watching Futurama is a two-man job when both of those men have only half a brain. It's true. It's more like therapy at this point for us. It's like, <laughs> I, we can get through this episode. We know we can. Oh, hang on to that one for a couple of weeks. We're going to hit a certain episode here in uh, <laughs> That's fair. not too long. That's fair. Um, so Leela is frustrated because the zookeeper is late for his own heist. Very unprofessional. And then it strikes 10. And right then, Leela's parents show up, and they're they're concerned they're, the whole time. They're very punctual, though. They're very punctual, but they're concerned the whole time that Leela is going to ditch them, that they shouldn't be up on the surface, that they are a disappointment and embarrassing, and so on and so forth. They don't exactly have good self-esteem. No. No, they don't. Which I don't... I mean, they... Mutants. I, sure. I get it. A security guard comes up and tells them to get to the ne- newer sewer grate. And, but they show the passes, and the security guy says, well, I ain't never heard of no mayor. And at that point, the zookeeper finally rushes in, and he's like, sorry, I'm late. It's a crazy story. <laughs> like, But we don't get to hear any of that. Um, you just have to fill it in with your mind. You just have to mind. fill it in in your mind. Uh, I want to read that fan fiction. So Depends on the rating on that fan fiction, I think. As nasty as possible. So, oh, boy. Uh, please do not send me that fan fiction. <laughs> so, yeah, the zookeeper shows up, s- explains a way that he's late in one line, and then he immediately is like, animals attack, and he blows a whistle, and all of a sudden, all of the animals in the museum, mm-hmm. which, why are there animals in the museum, first In the of natural all, history. In the natural history mu- museum, which, I was like, at first, are they pr- just pretending to be, like, stuffed, but the the woman maintaining the exhibit explicitly says don't feed the animals <laughs> which implies these are real animals the whole time like on a full-time basis so i have some questions about this you sure do Natural and i History think you Museum. deserve answers i think i do uh anyways the animals start going crazy they are making a ruckus the uh the elephant eats the woman who's like don't feed the animals a very good little pun there and of course citizen snips drops into teddy roosevelt's uh jar and pinches his ear and he's like citizen snips (laughs) which i definitely I definitely have a friend who just every now and then we will text each other with a gif of Citizen Snips. It happens. I will probably do it tonight because I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Um, So the new justice team starts fighting off the animals, including uh, Batman-esque impact noises. It's very good. Yeah. Um, One of them is in binary. That's true. When a kangaroo punches Bender in the face. Mm Mm-hmm. During the fight, the zookeeper uses a snake named Fingers to get the quantum gemerald. Ironic. And while uh, again, also everything is happening in this fight, but Leela is Leela's parents are also scared and confused. As 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 I would be. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm not there, and I'm confused as to why there are animals in the Natural History Museum. <laughs> I, I think they are even concerned they might be have wandered into an off Broadway play. Too many people there for that. Yeah. So. The zookeeper gets the gemerald, but at that point, uh, the new justice team comes down. Uh, there's a bit of a scuffle, and um, the uh, they—I don't remember exactly how they like the zookeeper drops the gemerald. Well, and- well, the uh, the zookeeper is trying to make an escape with the gemerald, 
uh, and is blocked by the new justice team. And then he says, well, go get the Gemerald and then leaves. Ah, right. So he so, throws it down. Okay. And then, yeah, they manage to catch it. Uh, Mayor Poopenmeyer thanks them for uh, saving a Gemerald that is worth slightly more than the damage caused to me- the museum. A net gain for our fine city. But Leela looks over and her parents are leaving. And she's trying to run after them, but she's getting mobbed by like reporters mm-hmm. and, and fans. And so she just can't get to them. And they go back down in the sewers, assuming Leela just was too embarrassed to meet them. And right right as they close the manhole, she runs out and says, I made it. I made it. I got the audio tour. But they're already gone. Um, later in the sewers, uh, Leela is apologizing for standing them up. She can't tell them why she did. And they're not even like hassling her too much about it. But they are kind of assuming it's because she secretly hates them. Well, I think uh, he, she, they even say that they love her and they're proud of her because they're her, she's their baby girl. Mm-hmm. And she just can't take the guilt anymore. And she reveals that she's Clobberella. She literally rips off all of her clothes, mm-hmm. like literally rips. And underneath, she's wearing the Clobberella getup. Mm-hmm. And her parents are like, oh man, our daughter's Clobberella. But she stresses, you can't tell anybody. In fact, I shouldn't be shouldn't even be wearing this. Rips off the Clobberella thing, and she's wearing normal clothes again, despite the fact that Clobberella's outfit is a very revealing outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, like there are shots where you see straight up like butt cheek. Sure. And all of a sudden, she's wearing pants. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, she said she dressed in layers. Yeah, that explains it. <laughs> um. Yes. Uh. Her mother both asks why it has to be so revealing and also says after she says she dressed in layers that's my daughter the very next scene oh my goodness leela's dad is out on the mutagenic lake fishing with the the guys and he's like so uh my daughter's clobberella but don't tell anybody and on shore a a mutant with (laughs) giant ears says wow leela is clobberella and turns to a, a another mutant says don't tell anyone, okay? It's like, okay. And this mutant has a giant mouth. Uh-huh. It's terrific. Immediately, this comes to fruition. Immediately. There's a lot crammed into this episode. Yeah. Uh, back at Planet Express, the zookeeper calls. And after they shuffle the professor out of the room. Well, it's time for his nap. Mm-hmm. So he aggressively goes to take a nap. Uh, we find out that the zookeeper knows her real identities. He's kidnapped Leela's parents and is demanding that the New Justice League, New Justice team, I don't want to get sued, <laughs> steals the Quantum Gemerald and brings it to the zookeeper in exchange for her parents. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's going to feed them to piranhas. And Fry's like, uh, is it okay to steal if it's saving people? And <laughs> Bender's like, the thought of stealing anything fills Super King with disgust. But it must be done. It must be done. <laughs> uh, the team goes to get the miracle cream, but it's empty. There's not even a gold mine, a dry gold mine in the cap. El Zilcho. And Bender's like, is it too late to change my superhero name? Again, I. El Zilcho is one that I use a lot. Yeah. There's so I, a lot of them in this episode, it's, man. There's a lot of good stuff. So they go to the museum without superpowers and it's like, n- okay, no one knows that we don't have superpowers. Just act casual. <laughs> the guy comes up and is literally like, hey, Captain Yesterday, like, can I wail on you with this two by four and it's not going to hurt you or anything? And swings. And meanwhile, Fry is like, God, this costume's so heavy. Like, he can barely even... <laughs> carry the costume by wearing it on his person and meanwhile a dude is wailing on him with a two by four why does the guy have a two by four at the natural history Museum? what kind of natural history museum is this <laughs> it's got wild animals it's got teddy roosevelt it's got a free two by four policy apparently <laughs> open carry on two by fours that's fine it's true. This is a, a pretty buck wild uh, natural history museum. <laughs> it is buck wild. And gemeralds. Quantum gemeralds. Quantum gemeralds. Oh, it's natural, right? It is, but it's in the room with all the animals. That's fair. 
This it's, doesn't make any sense. It's like right in the middle of everything. <laughs> so um, they're just like, hey, just checking in on things. Everything's a-okay. Big O little K, my friend. And then they're like, now, and grab the Gemerald and then run off threatening to hurt people with superpowers. (laughs) Uh, And for some reason, uh, Ethan Bubblegum Tate is there and he's like, yo, the superheroes have turned evil. (laughs) I love that. I love that Ethan Bubblegum Tate is there. It's just, uh-huh. I love, I love how they always bring back characters and put them in really weird positions. Like, why is Ethan Bubblegum Tate there? Right, he should be off like playing basketball, playing basketball, or teaching algebra at Globetrotter U. Yeah, that's true. But like, may- maybe he's on a on a on a fact finding mission to the New New York Natural History Museum. I don't know. It's a buck wild place, man. <laughs> there's a lot going there's a, on. There's a lot going on. If, when you're in New New York, check out the Natural History Museum. You won't be disappointed unless it's <laughs> being mobbed by wild animals while a, a zookeeper tries to steal a quantum gemerald. Otherwise, you can't, like, any any negative Yelp reviews you see are all about that one day when the gemerald got stolen and some lady got eaten by an elephant. Yeah. But you know, it you was, can't judge a place on that one day y- alone. You know, though, I would give it a three because you know, you can't really get that good of a quality of an off-Broadway play just anywhere. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so they steal the Gemerald and run away, and then we go to the zookeepers. Well, it's not really his lair. He points out very specifically his lair is much nicer than this. Yeah. They trade the Gemerald for Leela's parents. Uh, the hawk on his shoulder goes and goes about a foot to go get it. And Fry, so the thing is, Fry points out that that seemed unnecessary, but it's more about the delivery that, for me, when he says that, because like he's dressed up in this superhero <laughs> getup, and he's just like, that seemed unnecessary. And he looks really angry about literally every turn his life has taken in the last 24 hours. <laughs> and frankly i don't blame him i don't blame him either um so yeah they get leela's parents back and uh leela feels really guilty but uh munda says she's just happy they're in her life yeah it's a pretty touching um end of the the episode there because like you know their parents love her and she loves her parents and yeah. even though nobody's perfect because yeah. family's not perfect uh, Fry and Bender still have their costumes on and decide to go steal more stuff. Uh-huh. And then over the credits, we get the uh, the highlights of the episode, along with the conclusion to the new Justice Team song. That literally ends with the, the phrase, winners don't use drugs. <laughs> it's very good. It's wonderful. Uh, and that means that it is time for... Grades. So I think this is uh for me one of the one of the episodes of Futurama that I would point to as why Futurama is what it is. Okay. Um it's incredibly funny. It I mean we've talked about throughout this episode how much we laugh at it, how much we quote it, how much it's quotable, it's hilarious. It still has some of that gravitas to it because of Leela's parents. Sure. Like that whole we're still working through that kind of path, but I think that this episode is probably one of the best episodes in the show because it gives it 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 it's so elastic it it makes the whole thing very elastic to yeah fine they have superpowers now but what happens if they don't and i and i think that's it's it's very funny when when the the main theme of the episode kind of stretches but you don't lose exactly what makes futurama great Okay, I think I get what you're putting down. Um, so I, I mean, I, I love this episode. It, it hits all the buttons for me. I'm gonna give it an A. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good episode. I don't think that's any secret based on how much we have laughed about this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there is that little bit where I'm not sure how much bias I have against it because it was like the one that mm-hmm. Comedy Central kept playing for me. Because, like, you know, I mean, it's it, it doesn't make the episode itself bad, but it's like, oh, man, I wanted to watch other episodes of Futurama, maybe mm-hmm. Comedy Central. 
or uh, Cartoon Network. Excuse me, I keep saying comedy. Yeah, Central. we were getting on co- cart uh, comedy. Ne- uh, never mind. Go cartoon. Ahead. I'm just going to record a bunch of me saying Cartoon Network, <laughs> and then I'm going to splice it in the episode. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. The <laughs> <clears throat> old Cartoon Network. So, anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like maybe I want to watch a different episode, Cartoon Network, and. Uh, but with all that said, um, you know, it's, it's hard to, to really separate that out because it is a very good episode. It's just not ever one I'm excited to watch, probably because of that. But mm-hmm. when I am watching it, it's very enjoyable. Uh, great jokes. Uh, so many quotable lines. Like, I'm literally going to text my friend a gif of Citizen <laughs> Snips tonight. Like, that's going to happen. It's a, it's a dang good episode. I mean, I, I don't think I can disagree. Um what I call it top five uh, may, it might be pushing it, but I'm still going to give it an A. So it's definitely, you know, it's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'd love to know what you think out in uh, in a podcast audience land. Yeah, uh, there are plenty of ways to get in contact with us. Let us know what you think about Citizen Snips, the new New York Natural History Museum, um what superpower you'd want to have what superpower you'd want to have um mark zuckerberg um anything that you want literally anything anything you want to talk about talk talk to me about calyx shelves from ikea i mean if you want to have a long conversation with ben that's where you want to go yeah send us some email it's back to the futurama podcast at gmail.com you can tweet at us at back to futurama find us on facebook at facebook.com slash back to futurama or or face barg (laughs) i noticed you put a lot of effort into saying the correct one (laughs) yep uh and we are on apple Podcasts, so find us rate us review us subscribe and send to your friends and we can uh we can all talk about calyxes together yeah and uh just so you know and and we've got some stuff cooking up we're looking at maybe getting some guests on uh in the coming weeks and months and we're not quite sure how we're gonna do that just yet um, so when that starts happening, just bear with us a little bit while we figure that out. But it'll know, be- we're, we're into season four, and we've got a lot of people uh, that we met at PodCon who are really interested in, in guesting on this show. So yeah. we're going to try to make that happen. And uh, Well, even though it might be rough, it'll be super fun. So It'll keep, be super fun. Keep your eye out on the feed to, to see those. It'll be great. So yeah, just wanted to give everyone a heads up on that because it might be a little bit different uh format when we have guests on oh, sure. but we're still figuring it out i think that's the only big thing i had yeah so uh i don't have any other big things to talk about <laughs> uh last minute ben's euphemism corner <laughs> in there sliding right in <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we gotta get out of here that seems like a good as a good of <laughs> time as any to to get out of here so uh until next week i'm ben and i'm mike Goodbye from the world of tomorrow. Miracle Cream, Miracle Cream, gives the power to the team. It's a X-Ware off the shore, so they just slap on some more.